it's another day. My name is Enor Ogbevire. I saw this um, post on was it Twitter yesterday morning. You know, sometimes when you see a good thing, um, when you put yeast on, on flour. I put it up on Facebook, though, but let me read it to you. Every dime in your pocket belongs to someone else. Every dime in your pocket belongs to someone else. Something I say often, though, but I like the way this person put it. THCN, do you have lights? Oh, you want to charge your phone, right? That's your device, most likely. Maybe your TV as well, your tab. Your landlord, yes, where you're listening to me from right now, uh, someone build that house. If you're not the one, then it's your landlord that owns it. <laughs> the next one here is Dangote. <laughs> so people have no chill. So it's either the flour or the sugar or the pasta or the juice or the cement. Uh, the greedy Nigerian police, they made it onto the list as well. Um, many of you who are listening, perhaps you've rode out already this morning, uh, the guys on the night shift, or you're going to in a matter of hours. The beer companies, ah, you know where you were last night. I know what you did last night. ETC. And that is not bad. <laughs> but the main question is, who is paying you. You know when I say every day, when you wake up, you spend money. Whether you have it or not, you will spend that money. Oh, I know you have come again, but it's very simple. The bed you're lying on, I'm not sure you're a carpenter, now that you produce mattresses, you're lying on money that you paid someone. The clothes you're wearing, I'm not sure you made them or you produce fabric. Um, even the wig on your head, dear sister. The car in your driveway, your bike, your bicycle, the school uniforms, the cereal you'll eat this morning, all the bread. You know how you go there and pay tithes every morning? In fact, four times a day. Bread is... You know, you don't understand. We love bread in our house. Yeah. That money in your pocket belongs to that supermarket, mm, that bakery. The bakery. That man, don't mind him. He has been driving one old car since 1982. But you go and pay him money for bread every morning. That woman. She can't even speak English, but you go and pay her for tomatoes or tin tomatoes every morning. That one, I beg you, but you go pay him money to buy a recharge card every day. Or that driver that you don't like that comes to pick you every morning, you pay him. You don't like him, but you pay him. You see, you see the irony of life. It's not even about likeness or love or anything else. Life will take it. So you want to ask yourself this morning, who is paying me? Ah, you soon go and buy pure water. There's no water in the house. Oh, you forgot to buy last night. Oh yeah, bring out the money. You pay transport now. Oh, you buy fuel. Bring out the money. Who is paying you? I dare say everyone who's listening this morning is paying Dangote or has paid Dangote. One way or the other. Who is paying you? Um, there's something I want to read. I need to read two things. When things come to me, I like to, I like to, you know, share. The first one that came to me was this one. It's in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7. I do, I do only 6. Let's leave 7 for another day. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. I, Enoguevire, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. Many people are very, you know, I don't blame you. You listen to a lot of rubbish when you're growing up or when you're going to those places you used to go to, even the places you are now, but it's your choice. Even Jesus didn't come for everyone. So he came for the sick. So you may be listening to me this morning and you're very well. We thank the Lord. I planted. You know, for you to plant, you need soil. You need a location. You need to get seed, good seed. The land has to be fertile. Oxygen, sunlight, moisture. And then you have to also make a choice as to what to plant. 
the Bible didn't say God planted. The only thing God planted was the earth. And, you know, they gave us a beautiful story about the Garden of Eden. What are you planting? What have you planted? 29 days gone already. Well, the rest of your life plus 29 days now in 2019. What have you planted? Where are you planting? How are you planting? Apollos will water whatever it is you plant. Yes, but the first thing here is I planted. You plant. God doesn't plant. God has done all the planting. I mean, he planted the earth, the soil, vegetation, seeds. Apollos will water. That's, I mean, that's beyond you. Your work is to plant. It's easy for us to dissociate ourselves from farmers, but every day when you wake up, you plant. I'm planting right now. Apollos will water and God will give the growth. But if you do not plant, what is Apollos going to water train and what will God give growth to? And then I jump again to Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 6. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Cast thy bread. You know how in some other book you said the sower sowed seeds. This is not just seed. This is the bread, the one you eat. <laughs> oh my. I was talking with Dr. Alfred Olanapo um, yesterday after we're done with the morning show. And, you know, we talked a bit. And he said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So he didn't say those that are demon possessed, those that are lying, you know, those that are stealing, those that are killing. No, no, no. He said, my people, God's own people. Yes, the ones that tie their head, the ones that speak in tongues, the ones that prophesy, the ones that pray around the clock, the ones that fast, you know, and all those things that, you know, my people perish. Oh, dictionary to the rescue. Hold on. Many people don't understand. You don't understand. Perish. Let me read it to you. Perish. Listen, listen to this, listen to this. Die, especially in a violent or sudden way. Die, especially in a violent or sudden way. Synonym, decompose, decay, rots. So my people perish. They don't perish because they don't pray or they don't fast. One sentence is a phrase, right? Lack of knowledge. You want to underline that one in your subconscious this morning. Lack of knowledge, not lack of food. Not lack of clothing, shelter, business ideas, lack of knowledge. You do not know, so you die in a violent or sudden way. You know how Adam and Eve in the story said they, when you eat, you will die. They died, but they had children who had children and children and children till where we are now. But they died. So what died? Though they were still walking. That's why I said some of us are corpses. You know, dead body, just walking. We have oxygen, but we're dead. My people perish. You want to check yourself this morning. Where am I perishing? Sudden, violent death. So I go back to Ecclesiastes 11.1. 1, Cast thy bread upon the waters. Thou shalt find it after many days. Um, so I said, the sower sows seeds. But this one is saying, cast thy bread. The one that you will eat. Spread it. And six in the morning, sow thy seed. And in the evening, withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. But where is the bread and where is the seed? If you do not have, what would you sow? What would you cast upon the waters? And for those that missed the memo, I said it before, um, must have been some days ago. Everyone on earth came factory fitted. Everything you need came in your human form, in your body, came with you. It's in you. So if you're not excelling, means, I mean, what, what can God do now? 
you pay school fees, buy uniform, find better school, put the picking there. The child is not assimilating. It's a big problem. Like someone I know would say, but other children, they're assimilating now. What is wrong with this one? You came factory fitted. Nothing to add, nothing to remove. You wear high heels, you remove that one. You wear hair, you remove that one. You're complete. Now, what use is it? This product, you, this brand, what is it here for? What use is it? You can turn your fridge into a bookshelf or a wardrobe, but that's not what it's meant for. It's meant to cool and store food. I mean, when I was in university, I had, you know, um, roommates that had refrigerators that were um, storage boxes, not cooling boxes. Did it change that there were refrigerators? No. Lack of knowledge. Or maybe they knew that they were supposed to fix the fridges so they can cool again, but they refused to. Or they chose not to. It's not important. I can use another fridge now. After how many fridges should be in a room, then their own becomes wardrobe or locker. Then mine is the fridge we're all sharing. And then the day we quarrel, I will lock my fridge, put my key in my pocket and go to the classroom. Ah, and now, did you lock it? I locked my fridge. What is wrong with your own? You've turned it to wardrobe. Is it not fridge? Fix it. You don't have bread. You don't have seed. You have questions to answer. Your creator is asking you this morning, where is your bread? Where is your seed? I have a parable here this morning. The parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable, Matthew 13, 24 to 30. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seeds in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling the weeds, you may approach the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed hats, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Love both grow together until the harvests. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Matthew 13, 24 to 30 is where we're rising to this morning. Rising from this morning as well.